Let's see what these atheists have to say about the origin of the first single-celled organisms. Despite everybody correcting him, he still says that, well, you believe, you know, evolutionists believe we came from a rock. Except that no evolutionist ever believed that. Nobody, yeah. not one, not ever. This scientific paper says uh, here that you can see, it says life and rocks may have co-evolved on Earth. And it goes on to say that rocks beget life. Right there. So when, when people get online and they say nobody believes that life descended from rocks, it shows that this, this guy hasn't done the most basic of research, you know? Uh, he needs to definitely go look at some scientific articles and papers. And instead resort to your typical misrepresentations of science, like claiming I think life came from a rock, no matter how many times I explain to you that those are stupid things to say. <laughs> I love how he admits that it's a stupid thing to say, that life descended from a rock. They're admitting that if somebody actually believes that, that it's a crazy belief system. And here's the thing, they, they actually believe that, whether they realize it or not. And I'm actually going to show you the scientific papers, we'll just go through uh, just a few of them and show you that this is what they believe. They may not understand the fundamentals of their faith, but it is something that they do believe, is that life descended from rocks. No, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe we came from rocks. And yet you have mineralogists and geologists and different scientists getting together and telling us that rocks beget life. So it's a bold-faced lie for these uh, atheist YouTubers out there to get online and say, well, nobody believes that life came from a rock. That's a creationist straw man. You know, and they'll accuse us of lying. Well, they themselves are lying just by saying that because it is basic knowledge on the origin of life research. Here's another paper, uh, Genesis, Rocks, Minerals, and the Geochemical Origin of Life. So again, this is a paper on the origin of life. You can see it right there. Um, if you read on in this paper, it says, researchers on the origin of life now conclude that rocks and minerals must have played key roles in virtually every phase of life's emergence. The theory is that rocks were rained on and minerals were eroded from those rocks, and then we came into existence based on those minerals getting eroded and rearranging themselves into elements that would make it so that life could come into existence. That is the fundamental of their faith. It's the fundamental of the origin of life from an atheistic perspective. And the fact that they admit that it is so stupid to believe that life came from rock, nobody believes that. To me, they're admitting that their own belief system is crazy. So this is what they are saying. I mean, you've got another paper that is titled, You Owe Your Life to Rock. So it says here that erosion of metal-rich granite long ago set the stage for multicellular organisms. How interesting. I love the way that this one starts out starts out by saying, thank goodness for granite. Bruh. These scientists are saying, don't thank God for life. Thank your granite grandfather rock. Because if it wasn't for him, this unconscious rock that was rained on and had minerals come out of it, then we wouldn't have even come into existence. We wouldn't have even been conceived. You know? Um, yeah, it's just so interesting to me that that's how this paper starts out. Thank goodness for granite. I mean, it just makes you laugh when you look at this because it's mind-blowing that anyone could possibly buy into it. 
you know, and, and atheists go on and on about how that it's superstitious to believe in the devil and to believe in Satan, while they simultaneously buy into the biggest lies that only Satan could give them. The fact that they could be so deceived and so manipulated and so tricked into believing something so ridiculous is proof of Satan's existence. But anyways... I think that if they believe they came from a rock, they're not following science. Science is what we can observe and know. What do we know? It comes from the Latin word seer. No, and once again, see right there, evolution does not say that we came from a rock. Bruh. It's just parroting what he's heard from all of the other atheist YouTubers. This guy has obviously never researched it himself, because if he did, he would realize that the fundamental of the origin of life involves rock being rained on. That the fundamental of their faith is that rocks were what brought life into existence. The minerals that were contained therein. This is their uh, side that they don't even understand. It's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Why do you keep saying evolution is, we claim that we came from rock? It's not what uh, people that, the majority of people that believe in evolution, it's not what they believe at all. It's not what they say. It absolutely is what they say. I mean, have you ever looked at a scientific journal on the origin of life? Have you ever looked at a scientific paper on the origin of the first single-celled organisms? Bruh. If they're going to be wrong about something as simple as the origin of life from an atheistic perspective, if they're going to be wrong about basic biology, what makes you think that they're going to be correct about, say, advanced genetics or advanced biology, for example? They're going to be wrong on almost everything. The materials that eventually formed this organic matter that formed into what we consider life came from the water hitting hitting the rock in the surface of the earth. Nobody believes we came from a rock, yet the materials that eventually formed into life came from the rock being hit by water on the surface of the earth. The fact that they're embarrassed that they believe that life descended from rocks should tell us that we should boldly defend our faith and stand up for Jesus and what we believe in. You know, they will mock the virgin birth, yet they believe that a rock conceived. They think it's crazy that Mary conceived, but they think that rocks, which were non-living altogether, somehow were rained on, eroded, and formed themselves into multicellular life. What a joke, you know? What a joke. What I've noticed about Matt Powell in particular, because I've made more videos about Matt than I have about Kent, is that whenever Matt says something and I think, right, that's clearly a load of crap, so let me find out exactly what it should be. Whenever he says anything, I can almost always only find any reference to that thing he cited on a creationist science website. Wow. Every single scientific paper that I'm citing, whether it's in a debate or in a seminar, most of the time it is a secular journal. Most of the time it is the origin of life research team, right? That they're taking it from a perspective that's without God. This has nothing to do with creation science. Uh, Smithsonian Magazine that talks about rocks begetting life. Yeah, that is a secular magazine. These are secular sources. These have nothing to do with Christianity. I'll read the paper, but I'm asking you right now, how does a rock conceive? You tell me. I don't believe that what? it did. I find it intriguing how some of these guys that have a very big following, they will just make these blanket statements. Nobody believes we came from a rock. 
Nobody believes that map when you can just easily look it up. They want to make believe this yeah. alternative reality. It's like with Matt Powell, I, I am convinced that he knows that he's speaking nonsense. You I, mentioned I, he's been uh, corrected by so many different people. Put, when put, has he ever said, okay, well, I was wrong about that. No, he doesn't do that. Changes, no, right, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be same corrected sense. about the same thing yeah, yeah. over and over and over again and keep repeating yeah. what he knows to be wrong. They're not interested in truth. They know that. Matt Powell is a professional liar. He knows everything he says is wrong. He doesn't care. It's a make-believe thing. Matt Powell and Kent Hovind and a few others I could mention have no concept of respect for integrity of knowledge no they just no. say things are true because they want them to be true yeah so that's one of those things that, that kent hoven will say that you will never find in any scientific paper article or book and the same same thing with when he says to this day despite everybody correcting him he still says that well you believe you know evolutionists believe we came from a rock except that no evolutionists ever believed that nobody yeah. not one not ever no i don't believe that at all i don't believe we came from rocks it seems today that the atheistic movement is completely ignorant about their theory of origins now this should come as no surprise to us as bible believing christians that they would be ignorant of their own theories according to evolutionary theory according to chemical evolution we actually descended from rocks. Now I know that the atheistic movement and the online skeptics will say that they do not believe this at all, but they are just showing their ignorance about their own creation story, their own creation myth of how life started from non-living chemicals. If you type in on the internet, you owe your life to rock, it brings up a paper called, you owe your life to rock. If you were to click on that paper, the first few words of that paper are, Thank goodness for granite. This paper goes on to say that we actually owe our life to rocks that were rained on. And what happened was these granite rocks were rained on for two million years and it eroded the rocks to a point where multicellular life would be able to use the chemical compounds that were eroded from the rocks to be able to come into existence. We are multicellular organisms. That means that we descended from rocks, according to chemical evolution, according to their evolutionary abiogenesis hypothesis. It's so insane. But yet they'll sit there denying it, they'll sit there saying that they don't actually believe this, when we have legitimate proof that shows that it is what they believe, and whether they realize it or not. In another scientific paper on the origin of life, it goes on to say that rocks and minerals played key roles in virtually every phase of life's emergence. So yes, they are saying that rocks were rained on, minerals were eroded, we evolved from the minerals. By definition, that means that we were conceived from rocks. But yet they will deny the fundamental of their faith. They'll deny their own creation myth. And they will say that what we believe is crazy and that Christianity is insanity. You know what's insanity? Saying that the universe created itself from nothing. And then after that creation from nothing, that rain created itself, 
rained for two million years on some rocks, turned the rocks into soup. The soup came alive, and we descended from these single-celled organisms that became multicellular and turned into fish, and then into fishermen. That is a fairy tale for grown-ups. And if somebody actually believes that, it just shows that they cannot be trusted in any sense whatsoever scientifically. Because if they're willing to believe something that crazy, they're going to spew nothing but inaccuracy after inaccuracy after inaccuracy. They're just going to spew nothing but lies and falsehoods. Because they don't actually care about what truth is. They don't care about what facts are. I should throw out there that, that uh, Matt Powell did much the same thing with me that, that Kent did with you. That we, all of us here today, believe that we came from rocks, even though nobody believes that. If you get into a debate with them, you got to spend half your time explaining, no, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe we came from rocks. And instead resort to your typical misrepresentations of science, like claiming I think life came from a rock, no matter how many times I explain to you that those are stupid things to say. Now, this should come as no surprise to us as Bible-believing Christians, that they would be ignorant of their own theories. Despite everybody correcting him, he still says that, well, you believe, you know, evolutionists believe we came from a rock. Except that no evolutionist ever believed that. Nobody, yeah. not one, not ever. and instead resort to your typical misrepresentations of science, like claiming I think life came from a rock. So when you come on here and say, nobody believes, or when you get on your channel, nobody believes that we came from rocks, that's just a lie. You're just hearing that from other atheist YouTubers. Because this is what evolution teaches. If evolution teaches that the earth was a hot, molten ball of rock, and then it rained on the rocks for millions of years, and out of that suit came me and you over generations and variations, that is what evolution teaches then, is that we evolved from rocks, that we descended from the chemical elements contained in these rocks. Matt, I think you're an evil person. The video that I commented on yesterday was filled of lies. You have no proofs for your claims. You only try to fool people, to believe the Bible that dinosaurs lived together with humans. You're, you're cherry-picking, you're turning facts around, and you refuse to see facts. So evolutionists love to use dinosaurs to try to disprove the Bible and disprove young earth creationism. And they will use God's own creation against him. But one of the things that I think is important to share with people and with your children and with your loved ones that believe in evolution is the fact that we actually find soft tissue from dinosaur bones. We find collagen, we find blood cells with hemoglobin still in the blood. We also find DNA, dinosaur DNA. And so these are all things that should have deteriorated if they died out 
65 plus million years ago. And so we're finding soft tissue and DNA inside of duckbilled dinosaurs. We're finding it inside of T-Rexes with Mary Schweitzer's discovery in 2005 and in 1990. These discoveries literally prove beyond any shadow of doubt that these creatures died recently and not millions of years ago because organic material can only last a maximum of about 10,000 years before it will deteriorate. Now, evolutionists will go running to preservation. They think that preservation techniques are the reason that the dinosaur DNA or blood with hemoglobin in the cells didn't deteriorate for millions and millions of years. And they think that somehow there was preservation that took place. But if I was to take dinosaur soft tissue or DNA and put that DNA inside of an airtight jar and take that airtight jar and put that in another airtight jar and then take that airtight jar and put that in another airtight jar and in another airtight jar and another airtight jar, look, deep time will always cause things to deteriorate. And one of the reasons that we know that these dinosaurs were buried in the recent past is because they contain soft materials inside the bones. In fact, there are 16 types of bioorganic materials that should have degraded if deep time evolution were true. 16 types, histones, blood cells, blood vessels, hemoglobin in the blood cells. You're gonna to try to say that iron cross-linking could preserve this for 65 million years? That's absolutely false. Absolutely false on absolutely every level. We know that dinosaurs lived recently because of bioorganic material that would have biodegraded over the deep time of millions of years. I'm not saying all this to come off as some arrogant person or something. I know that I speak in a way that is just very straightforward and to the point, but I would rather offend people with the truth than comfort them with some buttered over message. Okay, this is the truth. We find over 16 types of bioorganic materials, skin pigments, blood cells, blood vessels. We even find histones inside of dinosaur bones. You can't tell me this lasted for 65 million years. Evidence doesn't lie, and bioorganic material will always degrade over time. <clears throat> we find plant life inside of dinosaurs contained, uh, perfectly preserved inside of dinosaur stomachs even. Where does he get this information I from? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. But it is indeed dinosaur tissue. Yeah. And uh, so what was discovered was a natural but rare preservation process involving iron cross-linking. You're going to try to say that iron cross-linking could preserve this for 65 million years? That's absolutely false. Yes, Matt. Actually, iron in the blood is the key here. You can't run to preservation and say that somehow it was magically preserved over the course of millions of years. That's just completely irrational and illogical in every sense of the word. And number two, when Mary Schweitzer had to deal with this, because remember, when she made the discoveries in 1990 and in 2005, evolutionists were criticizing her and saying that she needed to come up with a mechanism for how these things lasted for 65 plus million years. One of the hottest topics in the world today that has been pushed across the internet and pushed in the school system is the idea that there are more than two genders. And anybody who knows basic biology knows that this is just flat out not true, that it is false, 
that there are only male and female. But some people decide to believe that despite any science or despite any facts that we've observed or ever will observe in the future, there's more than two genders anyway. This is what they will believe. This is what they will hold on to. This is their religion. And what I find interesting is that this crowd of people will mock Bible-believing Christians. They'll mock us for believing God's word that says that there's only male and female. And yet they will just go on and believe the craziest things that anyone could ever buy into. The craziest ideas that any mind could ever come up with, they will buy right into without thinking critically about it at all. And it's unfortunate because... I care for these people that, that buy into this nonsense. I care for the people of the world. I, I don't want anybody to be deceived into actually believing stuff like this. You know, when I was a younger kid, I had first heard about transgenderism when I was about 15 years old. And, um, you know, my friends had told me about it and that there's this guy who's trying to transition and, you know, whatever. And my first reaction was to laugh. This guy actually thinks he's a woman, you know, and I, I laughed. I, I thought it was kind of funny. They, they, what's wrong with you? But now today, it just seems like it is normal. It is a normal way of life for some people. And one of the things that I think should be noted is the fact that the chemicals that they use to castrate criminals are the very chemicals that they're using to change people's genders, right? They're the same chemicals that are being used in order to mutilate and harm human beings that are confused about their nature and who they are. How much do you have to hate somebody to pretend that they're something that they aren't and then encourage them to get some sort of surgery that's actually going to permanently damage them for the rest of their life? You know, they accuse us of being hate mongers for telling them the truth, for telling them to accept who they really are. And they'll cry out saying, you're not accepting me. Look, folks, I can't accept someone for what they aren't. That would be a lie. It is a lie to say that you are a man if you're a woman, or that you're a woman if you're a man. Like I said, there's only male and female chromosomes, male and female bones, male muscles, female muscles. You cut off one organ or you just change one organ, that doesn't make any difference. You are still biologically, in your genetics and in your genome, either male or female. So it is blatantly obvious to anybody who knows any actual science on the subject. But I will say I, I feel bad. I, I really do feel bad for the people that have bought into transgenderism and bought into this lie. And I hope that they can come to realize that God's word had it correct and that whatever they were born as is what they are. And they shouldn't pretend to be something that they aren't. And they shouldn't get on me for not accepting them when they couldn't accept who they were to begin with. Why would they be upset with me for that? I'm actually the one who's showing them love and compassion and care by telling them that what they're believing and what they're doing is wrong and immoral. And not only that, it's going to wreck their bodies for the rest of their lives. You know, to say that this whole idea of this surgery that you can go through is okay and that everything's going to be fine, you know, it's totally reversible. That's just not true. It is mutilation by definition. And people need to be aware that there are people out there who are trying to desperately spread this misinformation and propaganda to children. There are people out there who are desperately after your kids. And we live in a different world now than it was even 10 years ago.
Don't be confused, accept who you are, not who you think that you are, who you've been told that you are by your transitioning doctor. Accept who God made you to be.